<clears throat> be glorified. Be glorified. Hallelujah. I pray that you are just in that place of worship with our God this morning. Hallelujah. Good morning, saints of the Most High God. I welcome each and every one of you. And if this is the first time that you have come on the call, we want to say a very special welcome to you. And may you be blessed and filled with joy and feel the peace of God right where you are, right where you are at this moment. This is a time that we can rise up early and take charge of our day by coming before the Lord, declaring his lordship over it. As the psalm says, we receive your loving kindness this morning. Lord, let the light break forth in our lives, just as the light breaks forth every morning. We come into agreement with the heavens to declare your glory. As this day begins, wrap your loving arms around us, protecting us from all danger and all harm. Lord, send chief angels with flaming swords to battle on our behalf ahead of any weapons the enemy has plotted against us. So from our lips we honor and give you praise. And because our praise is resounding throughout the earth and the day breaks, the earth will yield her increase unto us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you say hallelujah and amen to that? Glory to God. Well, let me introduce who our team is for this morning. My name is Heather Dawson. I am facilitating the call. We have Tanika Smothers, our controller for the morning, and praise the Lord for her, getting the call ready for us all to join in. We need the controllers, so pray for them. Hallelujah. Our devotion leader is Sister Margaret Johnson. So let me say good morning to Margaret. Good morning, Margaret. How are you doing today? Good morning, Mother Heather. I'm doing wonderful. How are you this morning? You know, I'm doing wonderful also. I woke up very early, long before the alarm, and I just laid and I just meditated upon the Lord this morning. I just thought, you know, I think just being in his presence is better, is better than sleep. Hallelujah. And we have Minister Helena Marty. She's going to be sharing uh, the prayer requests that have been sent in and any praise reports. So good morning to you also, Minister Helena. How are you doing? Good morning, Mother Heather. I am doing wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) Wonderful. 
Wonderful that you are wonderful. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And then our shepherds that God has placed over New Destiny Ministry is our Bishop Christopher Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. And we give them honor this morning, thanking God for them. You know, leading a church and ministry during these times is difficult at its best. And may our prayers be centered on the ministry and also of them being successful. So pray for them. Whenever they come to mind, just lift them before the Lord. Because you don't know what they're going through or what they're facing. But they definitely need to be covered in prayer. So we will be mindful. We will be mindful and pray for them. And now as uh, Margaret comes, I ask Holy Spirit that you would flow freely, using her as the mouthpiece of God. May we who listen hear what the Spirit is saying to us. And it is in Jesus' name I pray. We're ready for you, Margaret, if you will come, please. All right. Thank you so much. Well, good morning. Good morning. Um, We give praise and honor um, to our bishop and Pastor Adrian this morning. As always, it's a a privilege to come before you and share the word of the Lord. Um, This morning's um, devotion is called The Power of Belief. Keep believing God. The Power of Belief. Keep believing God. Our scripture comes from Hebrews 11 and 6, which says, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Beloved, God loves each one of you, each and every one of you. He wants to satisfy the desires of your heart. He wants to be your soul's desire. God wants each one of us to to come closer. And and when we come closer, we can feel his presence, as Elder Heather was saying just a minute ago, filling our hearts and our minds, uh, the negative fades and the possibilities of God become your reality. The lies of the enemy, when we come closer to God, the lies of the enemy And our own insecurities fade away, and the truth of God floods our soul. Believe. Just believe. Just believe that he is and that he will reward those who diligently seek him. Because we want him, because we want to get closer, believe. We really want to know who he is and what pleases him and what displeases him. We want him, God, we want him to flow through us and into the lives of others. God's love for us is a is a never-ending, overwhelming, abundant, overflowing, plenteous, eternal love. It, God's love for us is, is a godly love. It's, it's the love that knows no bounds. It's the, the love that cannot be fully explained. It's... It's the love that, despite our faults, he keeps loving us. It's, it's the love that, despite when we move away from him, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, 
God keeps loving us. And when we think we're hiding things from the Father or, or when we're not ready to let him into the secret caverns of our heart, he still loves us. What's the greatest expression of God's love for us? God gave us his two greatest gifts. He gave us his son, Jesus Christ, the anointed one with his anointing. And he gave us his name. When we think about marriage um, uh, as, as a female, you can be excited that your name is changing from the name that your parents gave you uh, and you're getting a new name. And that's the name of your husband. And it's, a, it's an honor to take the name of your husband. You're excited to have a new name. You're, you're overjoyed. Uh, uh, sometimes when we're uh, young girls, we are doodling in um, our, our notebooks when we uh, find a guy that, that we are infatuated with and we change our name. God loved us so much that he gave us his son and he gave us his name. We are sons and daughters of God. We are Zion. We are the beloved. We are the church. We have access to our Father and our Lord and Savior day and night. And because he loves us, he heals us. Because he loves us, he protects us. Because he loves us, he answers our prayers. God doesn't have sickness. He's healing. He's wholeness. He's love. He's not evil. He's a good and a loving Father. God is just. He's righteous. He's holy. And uh, he has a wonderful plan for each one of our lives. We're talking about believing, just believing. Do these things sound too wonderful? Just believe. The word says that we're fitly joined together to form a beautiful woven pattern in life and in eternity. Listen to this. This is uh, St. John uh, talking to the church, and, and that's us, right? The word says in 1 John 4 and 6, and we have come I'm sorry, 416, we've come to know and have believed, we have believed the love which God has for us. We have believed the love which God has for us. God is love, and the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this, love is perfected in us so that we have, may have confidence even in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are we in this world. So this morning we're talking about the power of belief. And when you believe that God loves you, you can believe what he says about you. You can believe that you can do what God says you can do. You can believe that you can have what God says you can have. You can, you can just keep believing God. In the book of Hebrews, it talks a lot about believing or faith. And it talks about what having faith or believing does, and it talks about what not having faith or believing does. And Hebrews 4 and 2, for example, says that good news which preached to the people in the New Testament just as it was to those in the Old Testament in the wilderness. And the difference was that the good news didn't profit those that were in the, in the wilderness because the good news that they heard was not united by faith or by believing by those who heard it. Do you believe? There's power in belief. So I'm encouraging you this morning to keep 
believing God. Believe the word of God. Believe what God says about you. Why? Hebrews 3 and 12 says, take care, brethren, lest there should be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart in falling away from the living God. God calls unbelief, beloved, evil. Hebrews 4 and 7 says, do not hearten your hearts. So God is saying, hear the word of the Lord. Believe the word of the Lord. Have faith in what I've said. Hebrews 4 and 11 says, let us therefore enter into that rest, lest anyone fall through following the same example of disobedience. So God not only calls unbelief evil, but he also calls it disobedience. Just as you have a habit, every morning we get up, we brush our teeth, we make a habit, and I'm encouraging you, make a habit every day. Choose to believe God. I choose to believe God. When trials come, and they will come, say, no, God loves me. I believe that God loves me. It's written in the word that I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. And so what can you do when trials come so that you can keep believing? So I'm just giving a few suggestions here this morning. Google a few scriptures. Have them on hand. Put them in your phone. Put them on the mirror. Put them on the refrigerator. Get some scriptures that uphold your faith as you go through the trials. And as you pass through, the word says, the valley of weeping. God makes it a place of springs. He makes it a, a place of refreshing. Even as you're in the trials, believe. No weapon formed against you, beloved, shall prosper. God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Determine in your heart, I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. So as I prepare to close, let's, let's close with this. We're talking about faith to keep believing. We're talking about the power of belief. Well, how do I access that, you may ask. So let me ask you a question. Ask yourself this question. In the time that you spend with the Lord, is your heart engaged or is your heart distracted? In the time that you spend with the Lord, do you stop to look at text messages, a Facebook ding? Do you answer the phone or is the phone on do not disturb? In the time that you spend with the Lord, whether it's in service or in Bible study, is your heart engaged? Faith in God requires a relationship with God. Faith in God requires intimacy with God. It's harder to believe and trust someone that you don't have a relationship with. Intimacy is an engagement of the heart. There's a song that says, um, here's my heart, O Lord, make it ever true. Here's my heart, O Lord. Make it more like you. The power to believe. We can do all of this no matter where you are in Christ, no matter how long you've been saved. There's always, always room for more. There's always room to ask God for a greater hunger and a greater thirst for his word and for his presence. Psalm 42 says it this way. It says, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul thirst after thee, God. So the word says our souls can thirst after God. God is the one that gives us life. He's, he said that the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and destroy. And if you're experiencing any of this, it's evidence that the thief is in your life. But God says 
Uh, it's not him doing these things. It's the thief. Jesus said, I came, that each one of us might have life, and that life is called Zoe life. It's, it's the genuine life. It's a vigorous life. It's a blessed life. It's a life that's devoted to God. It's the fullness of life. Do you believe that? Declare aloud, I live my life. Just say it with me. I, I know you at home. I know we can't hear one another. <coughs> Excuse me. But just declare, I live my life to the full until it overflows. When you make that declaration, something leaps inside of your heart, and you begin to say, yeah, I choose to live my life until it overflows. When you say out loud, God satisfies the desire of my heart, you begin to believe. It wakens up faith within you. When we believe, God rewards us. The word says faith is the substance of things we hope for and the evidence of things we don't yet see in the natural. So our expectation, our expectation is the breeding ground for our faith. So let's elevate our mindset by believing the word of God, not wishing that things would happen, but because we know that God loves us, we believe him. Because we know that God loves us, we believe his word. His word is his love letter to us. It's the legal document of who he is and who we are and what he's promised us and what he said we are and we can do what he said we can do. We can even resist the devil by believing, by faith. The word says resist him and he'll flee from us. So I encourage you this morning to keep believing. There's power in belief. And as we do it, we expect to see the reality of what God says manifest in each one of our lives. So let's pray. Father in heaven, we come this morning in the name of Jesus, and we choose to believe your word this morning. We believe the love that you have for us. We believe that you love us. We believe because your word says that you so love the world that you gave your only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, would not die without you, but would have everlasting eternal life with you in this world and in the world to come. So, Father, strengthen the faith of those that are on the line and those that listen to this call. Help our unbelief. And help us to put our trust in you with all of our hearts, that we not lean on our own understanding. We don't always understand what you say. We don't always understand what you do. But we choose this morning to just believe, to have faith in God. We cover each one on this line in the blood of Jesus. Help them, Lord God, whether they're in a trial, coming out of a trial, or heading towards a trial. Help us to just Keep believing because you are trustworthy. You're faithful and you are just. We thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Mother Heather? Oh, amen. Amen. Keep believing God. Keep believing. Margaret said so much in just a few minutes of time. And I hope that you took down notes because, you know, we tend to forget some of the things that we hear. But one of the things that really struck was the lies of the enemy and our own insecurities. Think about it. Your own insecurities will fade away as we come 
into his presence. How do we come into his presence? In worship and in praise. The word tells us that he sits upon the praises of his people. God longs to hear us praise and worship him. Hallelujah. And that God's love is never ending. Think about that. There is nothing, not anything that you can do on this earth that can ever separate you from his love. He doesn't give nor does he take it away and then turns around and takes it away. His love is never ending. Hallelujah. So as Margaret says, choose, choose this day to believe God, even in the trials. You know, that's what Job did. Think about the story of Job, the lessons in that message, that scripture, that book, the life of Job. He had everything taken from him. What was the enemy after? Taking the things from him? No, he was after Job's commitment to God, his faithfulness to God, that he would not turn against his God. Oh, people, we are blessed. When we receive the word of God, I pray that it will change you, that it will encourage you, it will cause you to just press in, And press harder. There is nothing, there is no trial that can overtake you. Because if you will but believe God. Hallelujah. I'm excited this morning. I I just love the word and I love what I heard this morning. So at this time, we're going to enter into our time of prayer on behalf of others. And um, I'm going to ask Minister Helena if she will come. And as she does, I'm asking all of you that are on the call this morning to come into agreement with her as she prays. Um, Minister Helena, please come at this time. Thank you, Mother. Yes, we are blessed indeed. Thank you so much, Sister Margaret. We have a few prayer requests. We have one from the Evangelism Shower Team. Uh, they submitted about three requests. They are requesting prayer for all their guests to open up their heart and mind to receive what the Lord has in store for them. And we are in agreement with all the guests that participate with the Evangelism Showers. One of their guests, Debbie Zimmerman, is asking that the taste of drugs be taken away from her. So, Father God, we thank you. We thank you this morning. You know that Debbie is going to present her her uh, request this morning to you. And so we thank you in advance for granting that request. We know that you died on the cross for us to redeem us from any type of bondages. But before we did that, we know that something happened with blind Bartimaeus. When he called out to you and you asked him what he wanted, and he said he wanted, his, he wanted to receive his sight. Father God, this morning, 
Debbie is asking that he wanted to be set free. She wanted to be set free from drugs. She is in position to receive her freedom, just as Batimius immediately received his sight. And so we are joining, and we are remembering you that you've done it before. And so this morning, may Debbie receive her freedom immediately, just as it was done before. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are joining our faith to hers so she will be delivered from these drugs in the mighty name of Jesus. We are using her as a point of contact for all those who have been held captive, whether on alcohol or drugs or any physical infirmity. Father God, we are calling you and we are thanking you in advance. We are thanking you in advance for all of their freedom. For you die for our freedom. And so no one should be held captive. No one should be held in the bondage or any kind of bondage. And so thank you so much. We believe. And in events where we don't believe, please help us with our own belief. And so this morning we are saying, Debbie, receive your freedom in the mighty name of Jesus. Mr. Michelle Easley is requesting prayer her family. She lost a cousin, and one of the evangelism guests also lost her son um, from, I guess, the son was killed by one of her family members. So, Father God, we are coming before you. You are the God of comfort. And so we know that you are so faithful that you will keep Michelle and her family, and those that are mourning right now, you are keeping their mind stable on you. Cover them with your great wings, Father God. Comfort them. Comfort them the only way you can do it. Psalm 34, 18 says that the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. And so, Father God, we thank you for being near to them. Let them feel your presence. Even though they are going through, let them feel that there is something different this time because we have prayed. We thank you for answering their prayers. Marilyn Maddock is also asking to be healed from high blood pressure. And then we have another one that says he needed healing from his physical body. So, Father God, we thank you once again for your healing mercy. You are God. That, that responds to your children. We know you are a living, answering God. And so we know that just because they have some needed their request on this line, they will be healed. We are confident because you've done it before. So, Father God, send forth your word and heal their diseases in the name of Jesus. Let your healing power flow through every cell of their bodies in the mighty name of Jesus organs that have been created to function. They didn't function just exactly how they were meant to function. The heart has to pump. The vessel has to run all the blood where it's supposed to go in the mighty name of Jesus. We come against any blockages, anything that will cause any infirmity in their body. Thank you so much for giving us dominion over everything. And so we stand on that power to declare healing into their body, in the mighty name of Jesus. Just as it was stated in Psalm 107, 19 to 20, 
We thank you for hearing their cry and saving them from their trouble and saving them from their distresses. Thank you for delivering each and every person that is asking for healing, saving them from any distractions in the mighty name of Jesus. And our last request came from Travin Green, wants to rededicate his life to Christ and to be baptized. So, Father God, we thank you. <laughs> we thank you that your blood is still flowing and is still speaking loud to those that are lost. We thank you for Mr. Green. He is ready to confess his sins and repent. He's ready to turn his life around and to dedicate it all unto you. He's ready to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he is the personal Savior. May the angel that he's already assigned to her before he was even born, may he go ahead, Father God. May he go and stir him up <laughs> and flow the grace upon him in the mighty name of Jesus. May your Holy Spirit quicken him, enable him to focus his mind on you and to be committed to your kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus. May he feel something different this morning because we have prayed. May his heart be filled with your plans. And may he seek your will over his desires and plans in the mighty name of Jesus. We are asking all of this affected today. May changes start happening right now, whatever he is, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for being a good God. Thank you for sustaining all of us. Thank you for being a faithful God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed this morning. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Mark eleven twenty four. simply put from the Passion Bible. Listen to this. This is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer. Be convinced that you have received it and it will be yours. Amen and amen. And so we stand in the gap on behalf of those that were uh, brought before us this morning, and, and Minister Helena prayed over them. Hallelujah. We come in agreement, and we declare, we declare that it is done in Jesus' name, that victory is theirs. Victory is theirs, and we look for praise reports to come. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, let's go back to Margaret and see if she has any further thoughts that she wants to leave with us this morning. Uh, Margaret, do you have anything else? Um, yes, Mother Heather, just one thing. Um, wonderful prayer this morning. I hope each one can feel victory in the air. And whether you submitted your prayers or not, know that God um, has heard you and victory is in the air for you as well. Um, so just in closing, um, we choose to walk by faith and not by sight. Bishop closes with it every Sunday, every Wednesday. We choose to walk by faith and not by sight. So quick story. Um, <clears throat> I've been um, exercising and um, lifting weights for about, well, it's probably been about 125 days right now. Um, and, I, and I couldn't see the evidence of any muscle development, right? So, you know, we're looking to um, lift weights and get rid of things that um, – uh, I heard somebody say when you wave, if your arm is still waving, after you stop waving, you need to do some work. So I'm working on that, right? Um, and so one day I was kind of sitting down and my arm was on the arm of the chair, and I happened to kind of just, you know, rub the, the inside of my upper arm. And when I did, 
I felt something. I felt the development of my bicep muscle. And I could feel the bulge of the muscle that I've been working on, but I couldn't outwardly see. You hear me? I could feel the development of the muscle, but I couldn't outwardly see it. And when that happened, this was just a couple of days ago, I heard God say in that song that we sing, even though you can't see him, he's working. Even though you can't feel him, he's working. He never stops. He never stops working. He never stops. He never stops working. Oh, my goodness. I just got excited. That's faith. That's believing, right? It's it's working on something, even though it took 125 days. You don't see it. But when I felt my arm, I could feel the development of it. And God says, even when you can't see him, he's working. Even when you don't feel him, he's working. He never stops working. That's belief. That's the power of belief. So, beloved, as I close, I got excited. Know that God is working on your hat on your behalf. Your job, your job is to stay intimate with Him and believe. So, have faith in God and keep on believing. God bless you, Mother Heather. <laughs> God bless you. I love it. That is a that is a great story. Yes, He is always working, even though we can't see it. But eventually, it is revealed. Eventually, you will see it. So don't give up hope. Don't give up faith. Just keep believing God. Hallelujah. Well, you know, we came came this morning. I hope each and every one of you came this morning um, to receive And I hope and pray that out of all that was shared and all that was prayed, that you took hold of what God had for you because God always has a word for us. Hallelujah. It isn't just for another person. Take it for yourself also. So it came this morning. We came this morning to give the Lord the very first fruit of this day, to give him honor and to give him glory. And we sought, we sought this morning for wisdom for this day. And you know, we weren't denied, we received. In Proverbs, it says, words of of wisdom are like a fresh flowing brook, like deep waters that spring forth from within. It's not stagnant water. The word found in the word of God are fresh and ever-flowing. The spiritually hungry are always ready to learn more. Was that you this morning? Are you spiritually hungry to receive and to learn more? Says for their hearts are eager to discover new truths. See, we don't know it all. 
But God reveals it to us a little at a time. What I receive may not be what you receive. That's the amazing thing about it. It's the same word, but that word is alive. It's living. And it affects us according to our needs. So the spiritually hungry, we're always ready to learn and to discover new truth. Father, that is us this morning. Your children today, eager to discover you in a new and deeper way. Can we just believe God? Can we just trust God? Hallelujah. I'm going to leave you with that. Can you just believe God? We're going to open up the line for about five minutes so that we can pray together in the Spirit. And so I would say to you, lift up your voice. Let us be a symphony of worship unto our God. And let heaven and earth hear our prayers this day. We are grateful to God for each and every one of you. And as you go about your day, remember Remember that all the lies of the enemy that he's trying to get you to believe will fade away in your time of worship. And worship can be done any place and anywhere. Hallelujah. And we will see you tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. So please, Tanika, open up the line so that the saints can pray together. Hallelujah.